Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. And we know that the Bills are going to have 22 unrestricted free agents when we get to March 15th, unless some are re-signed prior to that date. And with all of that anticipated turnover, you know inevitably some are not going to be back on the roster in 2023, especially knowing Buffalo's uh, tight cap situation. So what Bills free agent do you believe will be the easiest to replace a player who, if they do not return, doesn't throw you into an outright panic and explain why 803-0550-1888-550-2550, the number to get on board. And we lead off with the phones and Batten lead off for us today is Mark in Jersey city. What do you got for us? Mark here on one bills live. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, I'm going to go low-hanging fruit, Roger Saffold. He, for a team that passes the ball as much as the Bills do, I mean, he was not a good ad. That he was, I mean, it was either a holding penalty. Um, I was at that game that he had like two penalties in a row, set them back. It was, it was just, oh my god, it drove me nuts. And yeah, he was an he's an easy guy. Steve mentioned um, a, a young player, Cody Mock. I could just definitely see going O-line in the first round because he's versatile. He could play a bunch of positions, and they need some nasty up there. I mean, old guys that need those uh, maintenance days. I, I think this team needs them to freshen up a little bit, so I think he's the easiest add, the easiest delete and fix, in my opinion. Yeah, and I know some people will go down the list of free agents and they'll pick, you know, a like Tommy Doyle, who didn't play this year, that kind of thing. He's easily replaced. Well, okay, yeah, I get it. But, yeah, Saffold is a guy who was on the field for almost 100% of the offensive snaps, if not all of them. Um, and you'll have to find somebody who can hang in there. He's a 13-year vet uh, who you kind of know how his ceiling is and you know where his floor is. And if you want the floor to be higher, like you say, Mark, I get it. Um, and maybe you can draft a young kid who can do that. I, you know, Brownie and I are going round and round about guys we've, you know, got a crush on who's going to, who are, but you don't know who's going to be available at number 27 and at number. T- it's hard 50, to map that. And out. 52. 
I think is the other pick. I'm not sure. Forty. It's twenty-seven it's and sixty. Is it sixty? I thought it was a little earlier than that. Maybe it is. Maybe it's fifty-four too. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's hard to map that out. Who's going to be available at that spot? And I'll say this: I've got it written on the whiteboard in an office. The Bills draft traits. So if you want to find a guy that they're going to get where there's going to be a ton of guys available that are all kind of equal. Maybe not. They're going to draft the guy that's bigger and stronger and faster. That's 59. My, they're going to pick at 59. So, and I've been going down the list, and I'm thinking an interior offensive lineman just like you are for the first-round pick, and we'll see. Um, but Saffold, you're right. That's kind of the type of player worth asking about. Is it going to be a Tremaine Edmonds or Jordan Poyer or – uh, you know, Roger Saffold, Devin Singletary, some of these guys that are up, who's, who's going to be a definite replacement, you know? I think they'd love to keep the th- all four of them. Uh, but you're right, Saffold's a guy who took 100% of the snaps, and you know, at the end, the offensive line seemed to be trending down, not trending up. Yeah, and if you remember last year, during free agency, when Saffold signed rather early in the process, the general consensus on the signing, and I think Brandon Bean even mentioned this, was that they saw him as a guy that could help them in the run front. They still were satisfied with his movement skills, even though he was a 12-year veteran at the time when they signed him. And I think they genuinely thought he'd help them win the battle at the line of scrimmage when they're trying to fire off and get some traction in the run game. And while the team did finish as a top 10 rushing offense, I I just didn't get the sense that people were pointing to the offensive line as the primary reason why people obviously gravitate to Josh and his exploits as a runner, um, which a lot of times are on extended plays, broken plays, you know, where he's just making something happen. Right. That's not to say there weren't design runs, but I think we can all agree there were far fewer of them for him this season than we had seen in the past. And so because of that, it's very hard to just hand out the credit to the guys up front. And I'm not saying they didn't do well blocking in the run game. There were certainly examples of that through the course of the season. I guess my point is Saffold was brought in here, I think, with the primary thought like, hey, here's a guy that can help us win at the line of scrimmage in the run front. And I don't know that he met every expectation in that area. So I kind of understand where Mark's coming from as well. And, and I'll say this, too. And I know we're all kind of recency biased here because of the way the season ended. I'll say this. I I don't know, given – now, it's different because given the financial constraints we're talking about being over the cap and all of that stuff, I wouldn't be too sure that the Bills feel like they need to transform themselves. They're 13-3, and three and they were scoring points – and their defense was good. And you can say, you know, against really good teams, the Bills' defense didn't play well. You know, that's well, that's kind of the way good defenses do in the league. They don't play all that well against really great offenses because of the way the game's called. Uh, the Even in the game against Cincinnati this last January, when the Bills got beat 27-17, the, the Bengals scored exactly at their season average. Exactly at their season average. They were 26 and point something and 26 points and change on average during the regular season. They scored 27. Um, I, I don't think that's a defense that's fallen down. The offense was scoring 28 and change for the season, and they scored 10. 
that's the problem, uh, at least in that one single game. Now, certainly there are times during the regular season where the offense was on fire. But that's where you're at. You can't – I don't want to overreact to any one game, even if it is the last game of the season. Right. So I don't I, – my, my point is this. I don't know that you're going to see a transformational roster this offseason. Uh, and I don't think all the guys that people are kind of a little bit disgusted or disappointed in on the whole are as bad as we might look at them being at this point. What Bills free agent do you see as the easiest to replace? You know, they're not bringing all 22 back. If someone heads elsewhere, what player might not throw you into a panic because you believe the Bills will be able to find a capable replacement? 803-0550, Back to the phones we go. And to Tom in Rochester. What do you got for us, Tom? You're on One Bills Live. Hi, guys. I think this is an actually, for me, it's an, Easy question. Um, and I just talked to your screener, and he thinks Dane Jackson is a free agent. I wasn't sure. But if Dane Jackson is a free agent, he's far and away the easiest to replace, not because he's bad, but because they got two guys, you know, that are, are capable starters in the NFL basically sitting on the bench. And, and um, so I think Dane, Dane Jackson is easily the – would be easily the, – the guy easily is – most easily replaced. All right. He is a restricted free agent, just so everybody knows. So I would anticipate, knowing the cost constraints for the Bills, they'll bring him back on a one-year qualifying offer, which is what you do with restricted free agents. They're pretty affordable money. Um, if I remember seeing it, I think it's like 4.2 for corners at restricted. It might The numbers may have gone up a little bit for this coming year, but to me, he's affordable labor. And the Bills are going to be looking right. for that at just about every position on the roster, not only just with a draft class, but with other guys that you can bring back in an affordable number. And you could do that with Dane Jackson. Um, and, and quite frankly, I, I think if Kyrie Elam takes another step, Dane Jackson is your corner that's on the bench that comes in in case of injury, you know, behind yeah. Tredavious White and Kyrie Elam and, and Taron Johnson in the slot, all things considered. So, to sign a guy at an affordable price at a, at a premium position who probably, if your first-round picks makes the necessary steps in the offseason, I don't think there's any reason to think that Elam won't, he's already being replaced anyway, at least as I see it. Right. Um, the only question, even if he's not starting, like you, like you say, if Christian Benford and Kyrie Elam emerge and they're – They'd rotate in and out with Tredavious White, seeing as how we all expect Tredavious to be better and better as this offseason goes on and get into next year more like he was in 2020. Uh, all of those things considered, you still need guys ready to play. And even if Dane Jackson turns into a depth piece, still a pretty good depth piece. He's got experience in the defense, experience starting. the moment. Whatever moment you put him in is not going to be too big for him. Uh, so I'm – Yes, you could probably replace him, particularly if he's not going to start. It's I don't know how easy it will be to find a guy who is well is as well versed or as is, is or could be or will be as effective as Dane Jackson has been. Yeah. If, even if you're not happy with the production he's put on the field so far, hard to find somebody to replace him as a backup that's going to be better than that. Right. Let's go to the tweet sheet. Uh, in terms of what Bill's free agent you think will be the easiest to replace, tweet sheet brought to you by Corrigan Moving Systems, the official equipment moving company of the Buffalo Bills. 
And Phil leads us off, and he says, Saffold, a good guy, but easier to replace. And, you know, if you just look alone at all of the free agent signings the Bills have made at the guard position, signing people to one-year contracts, two-year contracts over the last several years, it's a long list of guys. I mean, just last offseason alone, you had Greg Manns, Roger Saffold, Greg Van Roten, I mean, run down the list. That was one offseason. Uh, the year before that, it was Daryl Williams, John Feliciano. and uh, you know, So interior linemen aren't terribly hard to come by. I think the key, as Steve pointed out, is whether or not you are convinced it's a definitive upgrade over a veteran player where you know definitively where the floor is on that player's ability. Are you better than that? Do you want to bank on potential? Here's the other thing. You're in a win-now mode as a football team. Do you want to bank on potential and hope that guy gets good enough to surpass what Saffold gives you now? Are you banking on that and the coaching of you know, Aaron Cromer to make him better? Right. Or are you just going to say, you know what, we're probably just best served to bring Saffold back on another one-year deal? Yeah. That's, that's the big dilemma, and, and that's you, part of the projection business that the front office is in. Right, and so even if you don't bring Saffold back and you draft somebody like everybody, this kid Cody Mock that's everybody's enamored Flavor with. Flavor of the month. Right, or, or anybody else, um, is that even if he starts out, and he's, you would think he probably, unless you get him in the first round and he drops and he's one of these guys that's got all kinds of tools, maybe he will, but it's going to be hard to think that a guy is going to come in, even if he's playing guard, to play as well as a veteran of his, the tenure that, that Saffold has. But that's not really the question. The question is, knowing that the, your team's good enough and he's not going to stink when he's out there, he may struggle a little bit, but he's going to hold his own. He's going to get better and better week by week so that at the end of the year, he is playing well above the level that you would have gotten out of a guy like Saffold or a guy like Ike Butker or Bates. Or you go down the list of guys, you know, Feliciano, all the guards we've had. Is he going to be way ahead of those guys by the end of his first year when you really need him in the playoffs and all of a sudden you're playing against these really good guys? Now he can do more than hold his own. That's what you're talking about. These guys can get good fast when they're playing every day, when they're not worried about anything other than football, where they don't have to go to college classes, where they don't have to do all this other stuff, and they can start focusing on and getting some pro coaching and get into an offense and get talk to guys who have done it for a long time, and they, they just get better. So that's what you're kind of talking about. You can, you can live with a guy who has a tough first month of the regular season in his rookie year. But then he starts to like, oh, now he's holding his own a little bit. And then by the middle of the scene, by the bye week, he's like, wow, he's, he, he did good in those last couple of games. And then he comes back after the bye, takes another step, and it's like, wow, okay. We, we can, can run behind this guy. We, you know? Now he's starting to – he's seeing it a little better now. And then by the end of the season, it's like, let's roll. So that is kind of – what you're asked to do as well as a coaching staff and a scouting staff and in training camp. And when you look at these guys in the eye, when you sit down with them in these interviews, you try and find that stuff out. Yeah. That's, that's the roll of the dice. Break time for us here. When we come back more of your phone calls and more of your thoughts on the tweet sheet, what bills free agent do you think will be easiest to replace? We'll catch up with you after this break here on one bills live presented by Collider health. It's Buffalo bills radio. How powerful is Cox internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.